Hey everybody, welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and with me today in studio is co-host Dean. Oh, hey, Dean. hey, Tim. Dean. Huh? Uh, this isn't a full episode. This is actually just an ad. All we have to do is tell everyone that our podcasts come out on Mondays and they can find us on their favorite podcatcher. If they're into movies, comics, or video games, they should definitely check us out. Oh, well then, thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time. Talking Back. The Blast from Our Past Network. Hey guys, James here. Wanted to let you know about our sponsor this week, 80stees.com. I suggest everyone go over and take a look at their catalog of amazing t-shirts and merchandise. Everything from 80s movies, cartoons, TV shows, music shirts, wrestling, superheroes, video games, horror... But not just the 80s, they got the 70s, 90s, early 2000s. So go on, take a look at 80stees.com, and when you get to the checkout, make sure to use promo code BFOP to get an additional 30% off. Hey, welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies and puts them on our big list. We are on the BFOP network it's the holidays. It's Christmas. We're back with, I think, uh, it's easy to say, James, our favorite Christmas movie. Uh, I would say favorite Christmas movie for sure. For sure. Probably favorite movie. Oh. I don't know. It's pretty close. Wow. Favorite movie. I mean, I've watched it so many times and I can quote pretty much every line. So I don't know what the qualifier is for favorite movie. It's whatever the fuck you want. That's it. Close. That sounds like it. So. Yeah, the voice you hear is Dean. He's from the uh, Talking Back podcast, also on the BFOP network. And the movie that we're talking about is, of course, the Christmas classic, which is Trapped in Paradise. Yeah. This is our annual Trapped in Paradise episode. Yeah. First guest we have on to talk First about guest. it. Dustin, he's, we told him to kick rocks. You're not welcome here. Push chain. <laughs> You're not allowed to be around here, Dustin. We're, we're talking all things Trapped in Paradise. The greatest movie of all time, according to James. Uh, yeah, I think so. But, Dean, why don't you tell us about your podcast? Yeah, tell us about, about Talking Back. Sure, yeah, you bet. Uh, I Sorry for talking before I was introduced. Um, oh, I sometimes no, okay. I, I sometimes like to be a little stinker on podcasts. So You've never heard that. me on a podcast. I have heard you on a podcast. I'm actually oh, a have. fan of your podcast. Yeah, I listened to you guys. So I'm on the Talking Backs on the BFOP network, and I used to listen to you guys before you joined the network. Um, oh. I've, been a, I've been a fan of your podcast for a while. I think oh. I I just like I listened to a lot of podcasts, and I had randomly been searching for, I think, a Big Trouble in Little China podcast because I absolutely love it. And I found yeah. your guys' episode, and I thought your uh I thought your idea of a list, like ranking all the action movies, was just genius. So I just had started listening since then. Um, So yeah, I I love the podcast. Um, My podcast I do is with my brother, Tim. It's called Talking Back. Uh, We talk about movies, comics, video games, and kind of anything we want. And it comes out on Mondays. Uh, Yeah, so that's basically it. We just started up a couple years ago, basically just sat around and used to talk about those things by ourselves. (laughs) <laughs> without turning on microphones and then one day decided to do that because i guess that's what everyone does now so uh yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> what was your last what did you guys talk about in your last episode 
oh we we record so far in advance and tim hates when i spoil things that i feel like i'm gonna fuck this up right now but um okay let's see this is probably coming out when's this coming out close to christmas you said your brother's tim Tim, yeah. He's not on the fucking podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this will come out in, I don't know, like, say, midway into December. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to say we just covered Batman Returns. Oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, nice. Which is the bat? Which is Batman? Returns? Is that the, that's the second? Yeah, I don't think you guys liked that one. I think you did an episode I, on it, right? Yeah, I have incredibly lo- okay. So yeah, that's what the penguin. The right? penguin. I, for as much as I know about certain things, I have incredibly large blind spots for stuff that I should probably know about, and like Tim Burton Batman films is one of them. Right. Yeah. I, I enjoyed parts of it, aspects of it. I'll be interested to listen to your yeah. guys' take on it. Uh, I like the gritty disgustingness of yeah, uh, I love the it. penguin. Like yeah. it's just, it's my kind of penguin. Definitely, he is it's gross. I he lo- is gross. I love how gross he is. Yeah. He is so horrible to look at, and he yeah. is on the screen for like eighty percent of that movie, and you like can't even look at him. It's amazing. Uh, he eats like doesn't he eat like raw fish? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, my name is not Oswald. It's penguin. I am not a human being. Yeah. Right before they decide to run him for mayor. He's eating raw fish when they decide that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I know that whole scene where he comes down and uh, like, oh, man, talks to his management team. Um, That's yeah, that shit's funny. It's pretty funny. Too bad uh, Tim Burton kept making movies. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of that's the career arc. (laughs) The career arc is too bad. He kept making movies. And now they've given him Adam's family. It's a fucking ruin. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Tim Burton, just stay in your lane, bud. Just get out of here. What lane is that? I, I feel know. like go that make, lane is Adam's family, isn't it? Go yeah. make Big Fish too. <laughs> yeah. Is that well, your favorite I, Tim Burton, I, Big Fish? No, I actually kind of <laughs> like that movie, though. Yeah, I mean, Big I Fish is fine. I, I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I have Big Fish and um, what's the Ryan Reynolds, uh, Rachel McAdams movie? No, The Notebook. I have those movies like in my mind as like coming out at the same time. Okay, okay. Oh. I don't know if they I, did, but... I, I ha- don't know if that's right. Maybe, I think it's close. A, I think you're right. Yeah. You ever, I, it's the a weird, Notebook? Yeah. Which I also like, The Notebook. Oh, Ryan Reynolds isn't in that. Oh, he? Gosling. Not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. Baby oh. Goose. Baby Goose is in that bad boy. Cool. So you're drinking a BC beer there to celebrate uh, the fact I that am. you're on with some BC boys. I am. It's a, It's a called The Tukes of Hazard. Parallel 489. That's like a high alcohol, I think. Yeah, it's a 9.2. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big guy. That's an IPA, yeah, there's right? warning. There's warnings on here about it. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how I get by the end of this thing. But I'm drinking um, neutrals because I drink oh. so much beer that I need to drink vodka beverages. Great. To, to even Great. it out. Yeah, that makes sense. And so you're in Manitoba. Yeah. How's it I'm going cl- out there? It's it's okay. I'm close to Winnipeg. Um, I'm not in Winnipeg. I'm huh, more like Winnipeg, eh, James? Oh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, you did it. Oh, man. We've been, we, <laughs> we did. We we're teeing that. We we're teeing that up. We we're t- thinking about how we uh, how we get that one in there. Yeah, yeah. Is that uh, you ever heard, more you ever like hear that? Winterpeg? Is right. Dean, ever, you, Dean, you ever hear that one before? I have never heard that before. That's why so, it's just rocking me right now. It is so funny. Yeah. 
That's a little um, joke we like to make on the West Coast. It's good. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good joke. Uh, yeah, w- Winter Peg is good. Actually, I don't go there that often, but um, uh, I'm yeah, about an hour li- and 20 minutes away from there. A little too liberal for you? <laughs> no, not a little too <laughs> liberal for me. Stop it. <laughs> uh, so I will paint you in a corner. Um, that's oh, kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things are good over there, though? It's probably yeah. Like, I mean, I mean it's Cana- it's, it's, we're from both from Canada, so let's talk about the weather. Is it pretty cold there? Uh, it's not super cold, um, but it is, uh, it is a little cold. My furnace actually died the first weekend that it got cold. And oh, uh, so I, I, the whole weekend, it was very cold in my house. Oh, that sucks, dude. But I got it fixed, and so I'm, it's, it's good now. It's oh, good well, now. Fuck. happy yeah, ending. It's, it's, it's happy ending, yeah. It's good it's, ending. Uh, there's snow outside. It took a while to get here, but yeah. Oh, it's, it's already snowing there. Yeah, it's already snowing, yeah. It snowed, um, actually, I was telling uh, James this before you got on, um, it was snowing. We had a snowstorm on a day I was supposed to go into Winnipeg to watch a Jets game, so I was a little bummed. Because it's, I basically got snowed in. We couldn't. The highways were closed. It's funny you bring up the Jets. For those who are listening, that's a hockey team. I've just decided that I'm switching teams today. Oh, I am now officially a Seattle Kraken fan. Really? I don't know. I thought about it today. Cool. What what won you over? The logo? No, I hate the ownership of the Vancouver Canucks. Okay. So much. I just hate them. Yeah. So I'm thinking about I'm thinking about switching teams. So if anybody wants to court me, I am ripe for picking. I will be a fan of any team. Uh, just have to ask. Uh, uh, Jets. And, uh, Please be a fan of the Jets. Uh, mm. Calgary Flames. <laughs> I'm probably never going to be a Flames fan or a F- Oilers fan. We're Jets, far enough away. Jets. Yeah, I don't know about Jets. I mean, I don't like your I don't like your logo. Yeah, uh, that's fine. It's Plus, too. <laughs> it's not a great. It's not a great logo. I like your old logo. Oh yeah, yeah. That jersey actually is the uh, jersey I have hanging on the wall. Actually, is the old logo. Oh okay. yeah. What's with the jet too? Like, like you guys have a big airport or something? I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. <laughs> All right, that's enough for hockey corner. Yeah, great. Yeah, this yeah. is sports podcast, right? Well, normally we start off every episode by asking, you know, what you've been watching. So have you been watching anything interesting, Dean? Uh, Kind of, yeah. I watch a lot of movies. Um, I I don't have kids, so I uh, have the ability to watch movies all the time. Uh, So I actually still have some hangover from Halloween. I've been trying to work through all of the um, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, all the Friday the 13th movies, and all the Halloween movies. Uh, so I actually this week was able to watch Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, which I have mm. heard is horrible. It has some um, amazing kills in it. Yeah, it it has one kill that is absolutely incredible. Jason, I mean, spoilers for a movie that came out a really long time ago. Jason punches a guy's head clean off and it lands in a garbage bin. <laughs> One punch, his head uh, comes off like a clean slit. It just comes right off, lands in a garbage bin. I stood up and cheered at that moment. Isn't um, there an incredibly intricate thing that he set up with like something in a fridge in that in that movie? No, a different Jason movie. That's that's like the second one. Oh, okay. that's Friday the Thirteenth too. Yeah, he puts a head in a fridge. It is. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. That that's pretty good too. He likes heads. He likes to do things with heads. Those are those are my favorite types of. Uh, types of kills but this i heard this one's the worst um it definitely lived up to that it was definitely the worst but 
I don't know. It's a it's a guy with a hockey mask on killing people. Like I just like it. I just you can keep giving me any types of movies like that, and I'll watch them. So I, I really I really enjoyed it. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, no, it's it sounds a, it, awesome. It's at the bottom of my list so far of the eight I've watched because I started at the beginning and I've just been working through. It's at the bottom, but uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. That's right. rad. Uh, so yeah, you're a lot like Dustin then. I think he watches how many horror movies? So Dustin just, uh, because of the job he has, he also has no children. Um, he just watches like a fucking hundred horror movies in October. Yeah. Yeah, It's like insane. I follow him on Letterboxd and his, um, his logging, his movies that he watches in a week and in a month is just ridiculous. It's something I strive to live up for, live up to. Um, I want to get that many movies in, but I just can't keep up with the guy. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say <laughs> that they're striving to live up to Dustin. Yeah, but. no one's ever like been like, hey, John, can I can I have your ear for a minute? And I've been like, yeah. And they've been like, hey, I just want to run something by you. And I'm like, okay, let's go. And they go, you know that Dustin character? Like, he's an inspiration. <laughs> Like those, that's never happened. His letterbox is an inspiration yeah, to me. That's, there's you and I think him as a child. <laughs> I mean, as Which long as great. him as a child is happy with he, what he's doing as an adult. Then oh, I think him as a child is very happy with what he's doing. Oh, perfect, yeah. perfect. 100%. Like he's yeah. definitely more fulfilled than I am. He is living his best life. He's that's living yeah, his best. Sure. Yeah, he is. Nice. 100% nice. he is. Anything else? What's a what uh, usually again? we do? Um, seek or destroy? <laughs> seek or destroy? Yeah. Do you got to destroy? So we got to seek, which is Halloween. Uh, sorry, yeah, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street eight. Friday the thirteenth. Eight. Whatever. <laughs> that's that's a really that's a really tough question. Seek or destroy? Um, I like it's it's almost impossible for me to answer that because okay if you, you if you've got I'll... if you have made it to Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight if you've watched all them seek it out seek Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight if you've made it okay. there but, but then destroy also possibly... destroy if you didn't make it there <laughs> but also possibly just destroy your life because you've lived a life that brought you there that's actually <laughs> true yeah there is destruction happening it's either your life or the movie so it's kind it's of an like end a yin to something thing like like you're. That so, is an end game right there. Yeah, like it's the I, end game. Yeah. You know, like I feel like the person who watches who like watches every Friday the thirteenth movie just kinda of like pulls out a gun at the end and just kinda of like shoots himself in the head. Right. Because yeah. they're like, I guess I've done it, but also I guess like I've done it. So I did it. There's nothing left. <laughs> like I, no one's gonna miss me. Yeah. I mean, unless you're doing it for a podcast. And then no, case. no. This is this is this. It wasn't for a podcast. No, this so. is just pleasure. Yeah. Oh man, this that is just it. pleasure. And I will, I will say, I, I so I was watching those three franchises: Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, and Friday the Thirteenth. And it is just like clearly below the other two. Just so much worse. This franchise, oh. Friday the Thirteenth, oh, than really? the other two. Yeah, but uh, there's just something about it. It's just got some sort of charm to it that not understanding what's happening is just so fun. It's you more know, just I, like, how could this actually be happening in a movie? So there's a new Scream movie coming out soon. I like Scream. You big? I'm a big Scream fan. I love Scream. Yeah, that's a, I, that's 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 all I have to say about this issue. It's great. I watched Scream on Halloween. Let's watch. Let's watch Scream, James. Uh, I'll watch Scream. Do you have a James? Do you have a secret destroy? Uh, honestly, I haven't watched a lot. This is a quick turnaround because we just recorded two days ago. Um, so I've watched. Another episode of uh, Cowboy Bebop. Um, so, 
making my way through that. I'm almost done. That that's about it. I don't know if that's a seek or destroy yet. Oh. I, I'm on the fence with this is the live action, not the anime. Right. Um, have you watched it? I haven't watched it. No. Have you watched the anime? No, no. I keep seeing the live action pop up on Netflix though, but I haven't is watched it. Is it because it's not from Canada? Is this like a racial thing? No, it's it's not, John. It's not a. I you mean, know what? You're I, in Manitoba. So. You know what? I when I was listening to episodes and I was thinking about coming on the show, I was like, "But John's not going to pick on me, right? <laughs> like he picks on everyone, but it's not going to be me." I was wrong. It is me. It's only it's because I have such little self esteem. It's because Dustin's not here. Uh, right, you got it right. He's throwing. He's just throwing it at what he would throw at Dustin. I would throw that at Dustin. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, you, do you, so, James, you're not an anime guy, though. No, no. But no. you just, this is like the first, like, you watch Cowboy Bebop and you loved the cartoon. Yeah, I loved it. Like, I honestly thought, like, this is what I've been looking for. This is, like, amazing. Like, this is, like, next level. And, like, this didn't come out, like, the anime didn't come out recently. Like, this came out, I think it came it's like out. like 20 years ago. I think, yeah, like 20 years ago. Oh, okay, and yeah. And I feel like it's so progressive, like it's so, it it's like of this time, like it fits so perfectly, hence why I'm guessing they made the live action. I think like on the last episode, uh, we talked about it, that Dustin is right, that because I watched the anime so recently and then just went immediately into the live action, that yeah. it's kind of like... I can't appreciate it. There's not enough time has passed by. So yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna watch the I'm gonna watch the live action first, and then and then the, watch. and then the anime to like give myself a different perspective. But yeah, so nothing new for me. I have caught up on my favorite show, Succession. Dean, do you watch Succession? I don't. I don't watch Succession. Ah, uh, it's okay. I've heard You're, it's great. No, you're just like every other person in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no one watches this show except for me that I know. And I'm trying to convince everybody that it is the best show on TV. And everybody says, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, but you say that about a lot of shows. No, I don't. All right. It's it's so good. It's just such a great show. Anyway, I'm caught up, I'm caught up on that. I love it. I'm so excited. Uh, like I said, it's been a turn- quick turnaround. I don't know. Did I talk about Wheel of Time? No, Dustin did. Dustin, did. I Ooh. didn't talk about it. Uh, no. Oh, I turned it off after the first like twenty. Oh, minutes. I think you okay. said you turned it off. Yeah, yeah. I need to give it another shot. Okay. Uh, I've been wanting to said, watch what that. Is, what is that? A fantasy thing? Something like yeah, that? it's like The Witcher or some shit. Yeah, you well, know, nerd shit. The Witcher sucks. Yeah, The Witcher did suck. Did you didn't watch The watch Witcher, it. Dean? Didn't watch. It. I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of movies. I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of TV. It's yeah. a lot of TV. A lot of Dexter's in my life. These are all things that were on the last episode. Yeah, that's what I mean. It was a quick turnaround <laughs> from the last episode. So, Oh, did I say I watched Clifford the Big Red? I did say that. Huh. Uh, I was watching Bluey upstairs with my kids. Oh, yeah. yeah cool. You ever heard of Bluey there, Dean? I've heard of it, yes. It's the best kids show. It's from Australia. It's about blue healers. Mm. Good Sounds show. great. Yeah. Dina, do I don't believe you. <laughs> you see right through me, John. I don't think we got. Yeah, I think that's kind of it. Yeah, I don't think there's much more to talk about. Other Speaking than- of things that people love, 
Let's talk about the 5% on Rotten Tomatoes movie that is Trapped in Paradise. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. Uh, you look like you were thinking about something to say. There is a trailer, so... Let's roll the trailer. 20th Century Fox would like you to meet the Furpo family. Dave. Once released from this prison, I, much like my reptilian brother, the pterodactyl, shall fly high above my problems. Alvin. Excuse me. Well, the sign says take a pen, not take all the pens. <laughs> Bill. Look at that abandoned car. <laughs> it's my car. Oh. Their ma. Beautiful dreamer. Hey, Edna, how would you like to ride in the trunk of the car? Edna, Edna, are we sleeping together? I think not. One big temptation. Forget it. Forget what? There's no money in the vault. And what have we here? $275,000. <laughs> One brilliant plan. Right! This is a robbery! All right, who's got the key? Raise your hand. Boys really want to do this. Absolutely. But on Christmas Eve, it doesn't seem right. One huge mistake. I just did what the map said. I made four left. Four lefts? As I suck on you, idiot! Robbing the bank was easy. Oh my god, are you okay? Well, we're not dead, if that's what you mean. Why don't you come join my family and me for a wonderful Christmas dinner by the fire? But surviving the nicest little town in the world. Here we are. That's the hard part. Come on in. I just rob these people. I don't want to get to know them, all right? If you don't give me that money, I'm going to throw your mother out the window. All right, all right, love you too. Do you need any money? Oh. Now, we, we've taken more than I share already. 20th Century Fox presents the story of three brothers looking to get out of paradise. Is there a bus or a train? Any way they can. Ah! Ah! Nicholas Cage. I'm getting this feeling. You're not telling me something. John Lovitz. Yeah, but this feeling you're getting is paranoia. Dana Carvey. Come on, let's just go. Trapped in paradise. Don't aggravate the old witch. I wish I was a witch. I'd shove my broomstick right up your... Ah! <laughs> hey, Dean, so, like, you've obviously seen Trapped in Paradise before being invited on the podcast. Can you uh, tell me about your your history with the film? Yeah, sure. Um, so I do, I have two older brothers. Um, Tim is one of them who I do the podcast with. Um, the other older brother on our podcast, we just call him older brother. So I'll also refer to him as older brother. So uh, he showed me this movie. Older brother showed me this movie. and uh, Like a skin flick. Yeah. Like an older brother shows you. <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of was like that because he... He gets really excited about movies, like just really, really excited. Every movie that he likes is the best movie that's ever been made. So I remember being young. He's 10 years older than me. So, right, everything he has to say, I'm going to listen to. And he told me when, I don't know, I was I don't know, 8 or 10 or something, he said, oh, you've never seen Trapped in Paradise. This is the best Christmas movie ever. And we watched it together. And then I just assumed that that was the best Christmas movie ever. And I watched it so much. Like, I've seen this movie so, so much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I've, I've, I've watched it a ton of times when I was a kid. I hadn't watched it in a couple years up to this up to this viewing. Um, so I was excited to get back into it and just, you know, just like putting it on and could feel all the beats. You know, I knew what jokes were coming up. I knew exactly where the movie was going. I, I loved it. It was a great time. 
I, I still think I'm just connected with my brother telling me that it was the best movie ever, the best Christmas movie ever. So it's been in my life since then. Well, I mean, older brother is right. It is the best movie ever. I, you know, Christmas he is. Movie. I think he is. Like, you know, reading about this movie and like um, the stuff that like when it was made and how miserable people were and how the director didn't want to direct and how the actors actually like hated working on this movie. I just, I feel, I feel like the jokes and the one-liners and the delivery, it's just so perfect. And I mean, I've seen it so many times I can quote it all. So, but I still love hearing it. It's just, yeah, I feel the same way. Like watching it yesterday and just putting it on and Nicholas Cage is so He's so great. He's so charming. And he's so the perfect level of insane Nicolas Cage energy. But you also get the cringe uh, romance oh, of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. 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 Too, right? Where even as a kid, I'm like, ooh, that's kind of, that's weird. That's cringeworthy. Um, yeah, even as a kid, so. it's like hard to watch. It's hard to look at sometimes oh, yeah. when he's having these scenes with Sarah. It's like, wow, he is not doing a great job in this scene. Yeah, he's like, Sarah? Yeah. Sarah Connors? Are you married? Yeah. No? No. <laughs> Are you going to propose? Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. It's, it's, it's great. It's so much. So that's how you got to watch it. Do the, your brother, the, Tim, does he agree? I don't think so. I don't think Tim agrees. I don't. I'm not even sure he's seen it. The fuck? to be honest, what? The yeah. Hell? So is your does does older brother not like Tim? Older brother must have been like Tim's a lost cause. Yeah, we're uh, going, I'm going the, after Dean. Older brother and Tim were closer in age, so they were a little more. They fought a little more than I did with older brothers. So I'm not sure they connected on this movie like older brother and I did. Right. <laughs> Can I ask what's the origin of older brother is? The origin? <laughs> yeah, like what's the origin of like calling him oh, older brother? Yeah, I know. It's so Tim was I think it was on our our first Halloween episode. We like to kind of goof off on Halloween episodes and Tim started telling a story about something and he just referred to him as older brother in that story and we just thought it was funny so we just ah. continued to call him older brother every single other time he came up so we've never said his name on the podcast um yeah there's a podcast that's, out there where his name has been said but it uh it wasn't on ours <laughs> that's like ghost host dan no i like it i like it i like yeah i'm liking it all right so let's break down this movie i mean like what, what when you when you first watch this movie like i'm, I'm assuming you watch this every year yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a wife or anything? I do. Have you introduced it to her? I did. She does not like it. <laughs> does she sit with you and watch it, though? For sure. Yeah, she did. She also sat with me and watched it this time. And she said this was her uh, most enjoyment she got out of the movie was this time. So I think it's growing on her because we've watched that's it a called, couple times now. So It's called Stockholm Syndrome, Dean. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you are her captor at this point. Yeah. Now it's just starting to feel comfortable. Where yeah, before yeah, it was yeah. very offensive to her. Now it's just very comfortable. <laughs> she feels at home yeah. watching it. Yeah. It's like, oh, yes, it is the season. The wind has changed. <laughs> Trapped in Paradise is on the TV again. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, I totally get why. I get it. Yeah. People people don't like this movie. And 
I we've talked about it before, John and I, about like we don't exactly know or can pinpoint when this movie became uh, like family classic, like yeah. when we were growing up. Like I'm pretty sure it was something we just rented it or dad rented it or yeah, I was talking about this with Diana yesterday with my wife, and there's there's a couple of lines that um, the mother says that every time my dad would be like, oh, like because the mother's like, oh, we're gonna do this on the day that baby Jesus was born or whatever. Yeah, and like there's a couple things like that, and my dad would always be like, oh, I can't, it's so terrible that she said all this. And I don't know if that maybe kind of built up some of the mystique of the movie, like right, but like because he never, like they never stopped us from watching it. Like, even though they're like, oh, this, there's some inappropriate lines in this movie, we still rented it every single year. Well, it's the same with Christmas Vacation, that that one scene where he goes off and he swears. Yeah, that's right. And so, like, our dad never liked that either, but right. that was, like, a classic. We watched that as well. So well, I appreciate him for not standing in the way of us, obviously, watching these movies. But he made it, I, I, it was like you could, you could time his disgust. To the movie, like you yeah. knew it was gonna come. I, it's just so quirky and weird, and Elvin is so funny. Oh, so funny! And uh, I, I think the bank robbery scene always stood out to us, like with John yeah, Lovitz same. doing the yeah. doing the breathing exercises and breathe and let it out. Good, good. It's just your basic yoga. I learned it in prison. It's good for tense situations like this robbery. Or if you ever do go to prison, you're surrounded by ten men. Helps relax you. Uh, it's and- so great, yeah. It, it's Cage just being, like, super frustrated with what's going on and doing, like, he's just saying some of his, like, weirdest deliveries on lines. That's so oh, yeah. funny. Um, Lovitz is so funny with his yoga and his breathing exercises and his songs. Well, um, it starts at the very beginning when they're at the uh, the pro the parole board. Yes. Oh. And yes. he and he he does, he does the ah, ah. What I uh, what I believe is that once released from this prison, I, much like my reptilian brother, shall take wing and fly high above my problems. Ah, ah, never to return. That's it. That was very moving, Mr. Furpo. But the prison psychiatry board says you're incapable of telling the truth. Well, that's a lie. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. Soar high above. So high yeah. above. Yeah. Never to return. Never return. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, I always think there's going to be more after that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> never yeah, to he's return. Just like, he's just like, eh. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's I'm it. done. Yeah. And then it's like Elvin Furpo. Yeah. And then he spits his. Oh. his his big yeah, gobstopper or whatever. Jawbreaker. Yeah, yeah gob, <laughs> gobstopper is what I was going to say, too. Yeah. Uh, he spits that out, and he's like, ah. And then he's like, and all that other shit, horse shit. Okay, how you guys doing? <clears throat> My name's Alvin Furpo. And um, what I've learned in prison is that, like, robbing and stealing and all that horse shit is something that ain't right about it. You know what I mean? A lot of guys in here disagree with me, but uh, <laughs> they're serving time. I'm up for parole. Connect the dots. <laughs> Connect them. <laughs> yeah, it's and, great. It, and Dana Carvey's doing that ridiculous voice. It's so like as soon as Dana Carvey starts doing that in that in that parole hearing scene, I just always think like, can he really keep this going throughout the whole movie? He's really gonna do this for the oh, whole movie, he and sure he, he double does. downs on it. He double downs. Um, he 
crushes. He crushes it. It's he delivers so many lines that I just think are absolutely hilarious. Like that, I just can't stop laughing at. And I think it's his his character is so funny. Uh, when you're, I'm mean, jumping completely all around here. This is just yeah. if, if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the movie or you're not interested in the movie, like just stop listening. This isn't for you. This is for us. <laughs> um, like everything from when he's. Uh, Doing this stuff at the beginning when he's like, um, can we stop for some ring dings? Hey, Dad, can we stop and uh, get some ring dings and milk? Ring dings and milk? Ring dings and milk. Oh, yeah. Then we can get some balloons. We can go to the puppet show. Uh, what are you, two years old? Oh, well, pardon moi. We're not all fancy upscale restaurateurs like you, Bill. Fine, fine. Then we'll get some ring dings and milk for the child in the back. It's great. I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's where Cage starts, like, where you really see him leaning into just being like ridiculous and it's it's, it's almost it feels like it's almost like out of character of what you've seen of him up to that point and he does like it the movie's so weird it's so weird with cage how he goes in and out of these like this ridiculous character but then also it's kind of he's playing the straight man but he's not he's yeah i get the vibe throughout the entire movie that nicholas cage is doing whatever he wants yeah yeah all the time well, and no one is saying no. So, no. yeah. Basically, in reading up on the movie, um, the director, I forget his name. I'll have to look it up. But uh, he basically, they kept asking for direction and he would not give direction at all. And actually, I Nicolas Cage ended up directing part of the movie. Part of the movie. Which okay. is, if you don't know about the our podcast, it's a running thing with this guy. Yeah. Because this happened on uh, another movie with him. Where's Dustin when you need him? He just doesn't direct. He just decides that I'm the director on the movie, but I don't want to direct anybody. Did I think? Did he not? Is this the same guy that directed uh, Tombstone? Uh, I don't think so. I think he's. I think his name's Gallo. Is that right? Yeah, it's George Gallo. George Gallo. That was. Uh, oh, yeah, that was Dianopolis or whatever. That was the guy whose son directed uh, Mandy. Mandy. Mm. This guy wrote Midnight Run. Like, this guy's written some crazy shit. Wow. Right? He yeah. wrote Bad Boys. Okay. Wow. Double Take. Remember the movie Double? I don't know how old you are. So, like, do you remember the movie Double Take with Orlando Jones and Eddie Griffin? I do not. I do you don't remember when Eddie Double- Griffin was a guy? No. I remember Double Team. Oh, yeah. Well, that was uh, 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 Dennis Rodman and, Dennis Rodman. and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's so so there's crazy scenes when when Nicolas Cage comes up and when he's kicking the 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 car. So back to the robbery. Yeah, back to the right? robbery. Yeah. When he yeah. has to go across the street because you know he needs to get the keys from Mr. Anderson. Well, to open up the vault. Now I'm asking, should we actually back up and explain what this movie's about? Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe, now that we've like aired I mean, some things, maybe we go back to the all beginning. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> Trapped in Paradise is the story of um, three brothers, two of whom are career criminals, one of whom is Nicolas Cage, who is a maitre d' at a swanky New York uh, restaurant. Uh, the brothers are paroled um, only to be forced to go on the lam to a town called Paradise uh, because a fellow prisoner... Uh, gave them a sob story letter about their daughter who works, who lives in this town. Um, due to a snowstorm, they get caught in this town, and they also decide to rob the bank because it's uh, it's just it's just a plum for the picking. 
they uh, they learn a little bit about themselves. They learn a lot about other people, and uh, they end up uh, kind of having a Christmas miracle where they the the generosity and the love of the town brings them together, and they become new people. Yeah, it's a real coming to Jesus moment. Oh yeah, they come to they, there's a there's an altar call and they they're there. <laughs> I mean, the thing about this movie is every single scene there's something there's something awesome going on. Either the lines, the deliveries, yeah. the you know the action, the I don't know. Just, I think I think the script is actually really great. I think maybe it has a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes because they didn't really deliver on what's like right there. And what's right there is that three guys go to a town called Paradise where everybody is impossibly kind, the nicest people on the planet. The bank looks like it's just tempting you to rob it. They end yeah. up robbing it and then they can't leave. They're stuck there and they can't They're get stuck. out until they learn a lesson, you know, until they learn some sort of Christmas yeah, is, lesson. Yeah, it's, it is almost like a... It's like a horror movie. It's it's like, a, uh, yeah, it, it's like Groundhog it, Day. It's like magical and they didn't really... Exactly. They, they, there's no like double down on that on that magic, you know? It's like they don't even really talk about it and I think if it was framed around that, it would have done a lot better. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I also think that like everybody's playing such a strange, weird character. Yeah. Nicolas Cage is playing this... He's very in his Nicolas Cage bag at this point where he's yeah. in his own world. Dana Carvey is playing this childlike I don't even know what Alvin is he's uh, apparently he he based his character off a young Mickey Rourke okay that's what I read okay I like to think that Mickey Rourke has no video footage of him being young he was never an actor <laughs> yeah and he just he created young Mickey Rourke <laughs> yes yes totally <laughs> John Lovitz is playing his is this is his best role? I mean, he's kind of just playing himself, I feel. Yeah, <laughs> Do you but remember he when is... John Lovitz was like a huge deal. Like he was like I don't know. How old are you by the way, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 35. Okay, so we're we're all in the same category range. Yeah. Um there was a time when John Lovitz was a huge deal. Yeah. Like he was in a lot of stuff. Well, he was in a lot of movies, but he never really he didn't have like his own movie. He was always uh, He had his I own don't... movie. I I saw it on TV. I don't remember what it was called, but there was like a car driving in a little car driving in someone's hair. If anyone knows that movie. Oh, what the fuck? There's a little car driving in some I think it was a fashion choice, but there was like a little micro machine driving in someone's hair. That's all I remember about the movie. I know it starred John Lovitz. We're doing uh, real-time Googling. Oh, he is a voice in Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> the Benchwarmers. Okay. He's in the Benchwarmers. Okay. So Classic. He's, a, he's part of the uh, Adam Sandler cartel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's in Southland Tales. You okay. ever watch Southland Tales, Dean? I did not. Do you know what Southland Tales is? No idea. You ever see a, you ever see a little movie called Donnie Darko? I did see a little movie called Donnie Darko. So this was Richard Kelly's follow-up. Okay. It is a train wreck of a Interesting. Movie. See, um, I really I really like The Box. Um, oh, you do? I do, which is... is people don't really uh, like The Box. Who's I think, in that again? It's... Uh, 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 what's her name? Something about Mary, right? Yeah, Cameron Diaz. 
And who's the male lead? Oh, it's um, I think it's Cyclops um, from X Men. James Marsden. James no. Marsden. I think. James really. The uh, box. So, so he's in uh, High School High. So he yes, plays the lead in that. Yes, that's it. That's the one. High School High. One of the kids has a little car driving through his head. Oh yeah, that's like a spoofy movie type yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I'm with you, Dean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Whew. Oh, things were going very poorly for a second there. Things were about to go very far south. So yeah. <laughs> not only, though, are these three guys playing, like, different wacky characters, but it's like everyone in the town plays their own wacky character or their spin on that stereotype. I mean, yeah. the two guys in the store, though that pairing of those two guys is kind of just like... It's like a sideshow, really. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's that kind of is the only thing I don't need in the movie is those two guys in the store. Like, I don't think they serve any purpose, really. Well, they're just foils, I think. Yeah. Like, like Rich, Richard Jenkins is the only sane person in this movie. Oh, man. He just shows up and just adds like a, a shit ton of credibility to the movie. Oh, 100%. he fucking destroys this role. <laughs> he rules. And he plays it. He plays it so straight. It's so like right down the barrel. Yeah. Um, his introductory scene is amazing. Yes. With that single take uh, shot into the basement. I have tried to convince Dustin that this is a good scene. Yes. Dustin doesn't believe me. No, come I'm on. Like, this is like, it's like a three minute single take. I don't know what it actually is, but like through multiple transitions yeah. like of like lighting and everything it's a great scene it is a great scene it, it actually it it that scene doesn't belong in this movie at all because even at the end of that scene where he like points at the map and then the camera follows his finger yeah on the it's like a wes anderson it's so shot. good yeah. it's, and it's so like, good oh yeah, sorry, go ahead, Dean. It's so good. It's Richard Jenkins' introduction into the movie. Like, that's the first time we've seen him. So I'm watching this movie that, like, I love, but I understand is kind of wacky, and I can understand that people don't like it. And then we get to this part where there's this tracking scene with Richard Jenkins, and I'm like, even the movie knows that he rules. Like, even the movie knows yeah. he's super important. They're going to put all their effort into his introduction scene in the middle of the movie. And they treat his character completely differently than they treat anybody else's character in this film. Yeah. Like, there's, there is definitely a, uh, a, a different style that's used when he's on screen. Um, there's so much more gravity that's given to him. Yeah. Like, he is the only sane, straight character in this film. And if you're watching this movie through his eyes, it's like, these people are fucking crazy. Yeah, and I think he says that multiple times. That's his yeah. line. These ki- these people are fucking crazy. He says that ten I, times in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, even at the end, right? It's it's like the two worlds are meeting, right? The whole town yeah. piles into that one room, and he just, he does his perfect line delivery of, what, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> Right after throwing the gloves on the desk, in, in, I love when people throw things as hard as they can in movies. My favorite is glasses, when they throw like a glass and it shatters. But gloves yeah. on a desk, also great, followed by what, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> and he he's resigned to the fact that like these completely ridiculous people from New York have now smashed together with the insane population of paradise. And he's just like, there's nothing I can do. And then the entire, the entire town erupts in, 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 in like, like 
uh, what's the word? Uh, like applause. Applause. And and he's just like, all right, I'm like, I, this is what I'm doing. I, I'm missing Christmas for this. Yeah. Like this. I- yeah. That's a good point. It's like it's this part. He's so frustrated the entire movie. And then he gets to a point where he's like, "Okay, I'll just get them in a room with all these people from this town. These people will turn on them for sure. They're from New York and they robbed a bank here like they'll turn on them. And then they don't. And he's just like, what what am I going to do? Like, all right, I guess I let you go. What what am I supposed to do? Well, and so this movie's supposed to take place in a day and a half. Yeah, pretty right. Not, yeah, not even, yeah. I don't think. Well, there's. Well, there's the day before. Yeah, you're there's right. There's the day before Christmas Eve, right? Then there's they rob the bank on Christmas Eve, and then it all ends Christmas Eve night. Yeah. So yeah, it's just so, pretty much a day and a half. Two yeah. days. Because yeah. he finds out his brothers are up. Somehow he finds out his brothers are up for parole. They're not only paroled the same day, yeah. but they're released the same day. Yeah. He picks them up. He goes to work. Yeah, at night because it's at night. <laughs> yeah, but so they drive he, through the night to get to paradise. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because <laughs> they arrive there in the day. So they definitely drove just throughout the night. They're very tired. Um. Well, yeah. they must. Yeah, because like the next day. Okay, so they pick them up. They go back to their mom's house. Um. Then he goes to his job. Then the cops come. Then they're in Jersey the next morning because he uses the payphone. That's where you get that awesome line like... I do that to you. I know how your mind works. And you know exactly what you're doing. And the whole time you stand there with this who me expression... On your face! With that who me me expression expression on your your face! face. Yeah, so great. Alvin, is it me? Is it me? (laughs) So good. Something I, like, didn't really realize was so funny until this watch. Maybe it's just because, like, as as I get older, I just try to find more funny things in the movie. It's when... um, it's when Dave comes from that payphone and he hands Bill the paper. <laughs> yeah, and the, the paper. paper is like bat, bat child <laughs> found. And he's like, here, here's some reading for you to lighten the mood. <laughs> <laughs> after, he's at, after he's on this fake call with his mom, where did he get that paper from? Like, yeah. I'm left. I'm left to believe that he found that paper inside the phone booth yes he just grabbed it right after he ended the call he ended the call he grabbed a paper and he says here i picked something up uh, to get your mind off things yeah. <laughs> but i love how alvin's just like uh hey bill you gonna read that and yeah like, no you can and then he's just like so excited to read it <laughs> i keep i keep stopping because like we're, we're talking about something and then it's like let's talk about something else but then i'm stopping because i'm thinking about how much i love the scene we just talked about now I ha- my brain just has to be like, no, we have to move on. But I I just want to live in that moment. Uh, there is there. I will say this: there is a little bit of a slowdown between when they rob the bank uh, and they go off the they go off the road. Yeah. And when they have dinner with the family. Yeah, you get the Sarah upstairs, Sarah you, downstairs. Yeah, but before that, there's there's a couple. Oh my god. Things. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I'm up, I'm up. When I'm down. Oh my god! Yeah. Like even as a kid, I was like, "Why the fuck are they calling her Sarah upstairs? This doesn't make she any sense." She lives upstairs. She lives upstairs, and now I'm downstairs. I'm Sarah downstairs. That scene is so bad. Like their first meeting is so awkward, and their second meeting is even more awkward. It's the worst. Oh, it's so weird. So <laughs> they so have weird. that interaction. I have a genuine question though. If this movie was made traditionally with people who actually gave a fuck, would we even have stuff like that? I don't because think so. I don't think no we way. would. No. no way. I think this movie is so great because talented people, like the three main characters, very talented individuals, and you get a movie that the director doesn't seem to give a shit. Um, they're kind of like, ah, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter anyways. Nobody's going to watch it. So let's just do and say whatever the fuck we want, basically. And But you also have like all these other actors that are like fucking nailing their roles. Yeah, yeah. Like Donald Moffat. Like he's the, the bank owner. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Just nailing his role. Like he's he's in he's in uh, like like a 1954 Christmas movie. He is playing the character. Like he belongs in uh, It's a Wonderful Life or something like that. Like he's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, totally. As that character, um, you've got like the the townspeople when they're robbing the bank and they go across the street to go to the di- everybody is th- the bank it's across the street and it's like everything yeah. is perfect. It's like everybody's yes, that woman rules. She yeah. is awesome in this movie. She has like two lines or one line even and she is amazing. I'm getting I'm getting it's a robbery. I'm getting cash yeah. from the register. Hey, I'm, I'm robbing the bank. <laughs> Did you ever see the show Road to Avonlea? Uh I I, I think I've watched a few episodes, yeah. I feel like she's like she looks like one of the characters from ah, that is a pull. Yeah. That is a pull. That's that's old time Canadian right yeah. there. We're not going to yeah, look into yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not looking into that. Uh, okay, so before we just keep talking about random things all over the place, um, let's talk about some of our favorite scenes. So, Dean, did you want to start off with a quick... Like, is there a scene for you that like stands above everything else? Well, the the bank robbery definitely stands above everything else, but we've kind of we've kind of talked about that already. Um, I do enjoy the horse and sleigh chase. I think I think it's a little <laughs> bit underrated. I do I do think it's actually pretty good. It's a pretty good like car chase in the movie. The music under that is actually really really fun. It's yeah, really it good. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, I think it's it, it was needed in the middle. We needed actually something in the middle where they were. Where I felt like they actually were running away from something, where they were being chased, um, and it's just fun that they're in a horse and sleigh. I, I, I thought it was really great. Well, it's kind of funny because when we started the podcast, uh, we talked about movies that um, what makes a movie an action movie. So one of them is that an action movie originally we've gone far from it, but an action movie has to have a chase scene, and this movie has two. I think you know what honestly, has, yeah. I think you got to put it on the list. <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty that's, new, new no, number that's, one. That's controversial because James and I are going to give this motherfucker a ten. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dustin's uh, let's call him though. He's not here. He's not here. Dustin, pick Die Hard, you pussy. Yeah, he won't pick Die Hard. Why? He's his favorite movie. Oh, okay. Well, okay. He he says we have to go through all the diehards before we pick the first one. Interesting. Because he says Die Hard is going to be the 
number one. Okay. Right now, I mean, Mad I, Max is number one. Yeah, I, I I like your list a lot. Um, I could see there's it being some pretty up there. egregious errors on it. No, see, here's the thing. I, I think lists are like a snapshot in time. That's how, like when I make a list, I remake it the next year because I'm I'm different the next year and I think differently. Yeah. So I think your list, it's just a snapshot of your podcast. It's like what you felt at that time for that movie. And that's why I really like it. Yeah, that's actually a really good way of looking at it. I think that's a way that I should look at it more because we have um, Avengers Endgame Part 2 very high. And it really shouldn't and be. It shouldn't be, but... Coming off the high of that movie. Yeah. Like yeah. coming off like um Well that's like basically coming off of twenty-five movies yeah. all goes into yeah. that movie. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. Captain America can like hold Thor's hammer. Oh yeah. I mean like um seeing like everything about that movie was like so emotional when you're watching it for the first time in the theater. Yeah. It's impossible not to feel certain things. Yeah, it's a it's a great movie. It's a, it, I, I love the movie, but like yeah. I understand what you're saying in like an action movie list. Does it deserve to be so high? Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the funny thing is, about our list is anytime we're adding to the list, it's as soon as you add it, you're like, oh, it's tied with this. OK, we decided where it goes. And then it's like, oh, hey, guess what, guys? This is right ahead of this like <laughs> yeah. all time yeah. action movie banger. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how is it ahead of that? Yeah. And, 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 it's and I think that what I've done is I've done a real disservice because I'm always like, it's a stupid fucking list. But what I really mean by that is like, it's our stupid fucking list. It's your list. So, yeah. So I get to talk shit about it. Yeah. And I get to be like, this is a stupid fucking list because I made it. Like, you can suck my dick. I don't give a fuck what you think. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, totally. You didn't, you didn't watch 200 movies to make this list. Yeah. And you talk like about I every did. single movie and you rate them and everything. So they just they yeah. fall on the list. The list is the list. Yeah. It's just what it is. I think the whole thing with uh, starting the list was how cool would it be if we la- actually like if the podcast kept going yeah. and we got to like. 500 movies or something like it's that a great would be, idea yeah that would be a quite the list yeah and yeah. I, it's also it's it's we're discussing them in real time yeah so we don't get to have like we we do actually we have carved out little exclusions for ourselves where like once a year we get to like change a thing or something like that like we get to yeah. tinker but like it is like i think that what you said is really elo- like eloquent way of saying it like it's a snapshot of the moment yeah. right so like John, the John Wicks are up there really high, like all that kind of stuff. But like, if you look at some of the movies that are in the top, top 10, in the, there are movies like we, we talked about Big Trouble in Little China earlier. That's a movie that I had watched 20 years ago mm. and completely dismissed yeah. as garbage. And then I watched it again and I was like, oh man, I fucked up so bad when yeah. I thought that. And now it's like one of my absolute favorite movies yeah uh, yeah i mean the thing about big trouble in little china is like the more you watch it but also the more you listen to other people yeah. talk yeah. about it yeah the more you're like yeah it is that good like yeah it, it's it's such an interesting take on the action movie genre like how that, it like completely subverts everything yeah. like um, exactly bl- yeah blank jack Burton doesn't need to be there at all like exactly. he no, exactly is a hindrance yeah, did you listen to the blank check? 
Yes, I love Blank Check. They're actually, yeah, so, <laughs> it's like my favorite I mean, podcast. those guys, like Griffin Newman is, he's the best. I fucking uh, love Griffin Newman, yeah. Ah, uh, he's so good. Um, do you watch um, uh, his, his YouTube show? Um, oh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, George the, Lucas Talk Show? Yeah, do you watch that? Uh, I've, so I've watched some. I, I pop in and out, but uh, it's, it's, I don't watch it that often. So he, uh, the other guy, though. Um, yeah, Connor Ratcliffe. Connor Ratcliffe has my absolute all-time possibly favorite podcast uh, oh. with, with Dead Eyes. Oh, okay, what is it? Have you never listened to Dead Eyes? No, no, oh, Dead my, Eyes, my, no. My dude, you have to listen to this podcast. I will, for okay, sure. I love Connor Ratcliffe. They're in their third season. James, all of this is staying in the episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no cuts, remember? They're, they're on their third season. Uh, it's all about how he got fired. He got hired and fired from Band of Brothers. Oh, okay. Apparently, okay. because Tom Cruise said he had dead eyes. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. Been, I've told you about this, James. Yeah, I don't remember. We've had I Julianne, listen, my sister, listens to it, um, and it's it, it's all about like why did he really get fired? His pro, like what happened? Huh. Huh. It's it oh. is so good. You will not be able to not listen to like as many episodes as you can like squeeze into your time. Amazing! Like, I'm I'm it, gonna jump right on it for sure. Yeah, it, but um, I love uh, Blank Check's discussion of Carpenter. Um, yes, because because through the podcast, I've actually become a much bigger John Carpenter fan. Yeah, same. Um, so like the thing is one of my all time favorite movies. That movie is possibly so perfect. Good. Yeah, like it's. Uh, but we've also done on the on our podcast. We've done like within the thing. We've done assault on precinct thirteen. Um, they live. They live. Right. Yeah. Like, like I love John Carpenter, and I think that doing the podcast has been so rad for letting us get into some of these people and watch some of these movies that maybe I wouldn't or maybe James you wouldn't have seen. Well, and I think it's it's not just watching the movie. Like if if I watched a movie and I think, oh, okay, I watched a movie and then I'm left with my thoughts. But if you actually have like an in-depth conversation yeah. and I don't know what we're at, like 200 and something episodes, I feel like now I, I watch movies way different than I used to watch Right, them. yeah. I think that we also discuss movies way different than we used to. Yeah. Whereas, like, before, I feel like there might have been more personal, like... Like, I know I did. I didn't realize it when I was in the moment. But, like, taking, like, somebody not like a movie, like, James didn't like a movie, personally... And it's like, why? I don't... That's ridiculous. You're a fucking idiot. Like, that's so stupid. Like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why why would I... Why do I care? Yeah. Like, where... And I think that there's... There was this thing that I... I'll speak for myself. I went through where it's like, well, how could you rate this like this? And then you come to a point where it's like, none of this matters. Yeah. Like, we're only doing this for ourselves. So who cares? Yeah. Totally. Um, I, 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 I'm of that mindset. I don't even rate shit on letterbox anymore. Like I, if I, if I love it, I give it five stars. If I, if I just like it, I don't even like, I just give it a heart. You know, I don't give it stars at all. I don't star rate things anymore because it's like, I don't know. I just don't, I don't care. I'm just watching I, movies. And if I like yeah. it, then whatever, I'll give it five stars, but I don't care. And I totally agree with you. I think that's the way that we should do everything. Um, I think that we should just, we should 
love the things that we love and yeah. we should tell everybody about them. Um, and the things that we don't necessarily love, we should discuss. So is this the end of the podcast? Then? <laughs> or like, do we get back into Trapped we, in Paradise? Because we rate movies. And- no, what I, what I mean is that like, I, I, I'm totally, I, I love, I like, I've come around like almost full circle to where I like, I like rating them in this ecosystem. Like yeah. with, with James and with Dustin, yeah. where in this ecosystem, we rate things and it exists there yeah but Patton Oswalt has this really great bit uh, comedy bit about how when he was younger you know he would go to the mat like he would like argue like oh you like that band like you're a fucking idiot and then you right. get older and you're like oh it's cool like it don't like it whatever yeah like yeah it's fine and I feel like that's what I've come around like full circle with the podcast where it's like yeah this is our 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 list it's Maybe it's dumb, but it's our list. And you yeah. know what? God damn it. We've put the energy into making this fucking thing. And you don't have to like it. And I don't have to like it. But we've done it. So at the end of the day, I can look and be like, I have rated all of these movies. Yeah, it's I've amazing. I've watched them all. and watch. I watch at least 52 movies a year for the podcast. Yeah. Amazing. Not yeah. including everything I watch outside of that. And yeah. it's just fucking fun. So don't get like don't get worked up about stuff. Like who gives yeah. a shit? Yeah, so this, Dean. Com- this conversation started. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation started because we were talking about putting Trapped in Paradise on the list. So it's yeah. I think it needs to be on the list. There's a chase scene in the movie. I think yes. you need to piss off Dustin and put it on the list. <laughs> and I was actually thinking watching it last night that I think is there there's a gun fired what twice? Oh There's my a, god, a gun. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. Is that not one of the funniest deliveries <laughs> of a it's line? Amazing. Oh my god. And that's the it's second so time. It's the second time that someone being shocked at a gun has made me laugh in the movie because Dana Carvey, <laughs> when they when they open up the trunk and there's guns in the trunk, and oh, Dana yeah. Carvey is like, uh, oh my god, guns. Like it's Oh so my god, funny. guns. Oh my god, yeah. guns. Uh, one of the lines one of the lines I laughed the most at um, that Dana Carvey delivered. Is that line. Yeah, is that line. Another one. The one that I probably laughed the most at that I feel like like when so when I was a teenager, I would definitely show this movie to everyone I could like it would be like, oh, it's Christmas time. I'm bringing it over to my friend's house. Let's watch it. And no one would really laugh at this line. But I think it's one of my favorites is when he Dana Carvey has he was in the water, right? He got thrown into the water. He got saved by yeah. a bunch of people. And then he is getting like chest compressions. He spits up all this water. And he says to the guy, who are you? And the guy says, Fred. And he says, Flintstone? Who are you? Fred. Flintstone? Yes. I fucking lose my shit at that. Flintstone? He asks if the guy saved him is Fred Flintstone. I can't even. I can't even with that part. (laughs) I know, but that's just like, that just goes to... The character de- development that he has for this character. Yes. You know, like he is he stays true to that character the whole movie. Yeah. Definitely. That's what's amazing. It's it's very impressive, actually. That he, like I it said, when he's in that first impressive. scene, you're like, 
can he stick this through through the end and he does he's so good at it he 100 percent does that's the thing like i just feel like there's so many lines and like there's so many tie-ins like you know the 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 robbery at the bank and who's the the family that they end up going to oh it's the bank manager's house yes yes you know um, when they're at the diner and Elvin's uh, eating the guy's food, and they're like, oh, he's got scallions. Like, yes. who is that? Oh, that's the people that save him out of the water. Right? Yes, exactly. Again, that's like I just noticed that on this watch. I've seen this movie so many times, and I just noticed that the guy in the diner that he hands his gun to yeah. is the hey, guy that hold saves this for a him. Second? Yeah, yeah, is Fred Flintstone. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, that's the thing i just i i feel and i i think i'm just crazy i just feel like this movie is like a masterpiece in my mind of like it's so good and yeah. it's funny that you you said like um you would show this to people and like i, I feel like i tried to show this or other movies like we were like big into Abbott and Costello, like when oh, yeah. we were younger. So yeah, huge Abbott heads. So yeah. like when I was in elementary sh- school, I would like say, "Oh yeah, Abbott and Costello." Like I love Abbott and Costello. And then like I showed somebody Abbott and Costello, and they're just kind of like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, I felt like it's so oh, man. Yeah, like there's like stuff like that where you're like in this little ecosystem where you think like it's just we grew up in like rural Ontario before. 1992 yeah uh so we lived in like rural ontario like all over the place like we lived in one city that had like a hundred people live there um remember james remember like we would go to like the uh the gas station which was also the video store and we'd rent like Cannonball Run every weekend. Oh yeah, oh, hell yeah, love Cannonball Run. Yeah, yeah man. So we'd rent these like weird fucking movies like, for yeah. us. Like, yeah, and we'd be like, "Hey, did you guys see Cannonball Run from like ten years ago?" And our yeah. our peers would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? We have cable." Yeah. Like, totally. That was me. We that was like, me with this movie. That was me with Big Trouble in Little China. I would show yeah. those two movies to people and everyone would be like, what the fuck is this? This is not a movie. <laughs> this is not what I like. Yeah. Yeah. Like I try to show my wife Abbott Costello and she's like, what? This, what are you what are you doing to me? It's just it's it's like comedy gold, though. Like, yes, yeah. it's like we've talked about. I know we're kind of going all over the place and not even really talking about oh, uh, Trapped in Paradise, but <laughs> it's, Christmas it's like episode. when, yeah, it's a Chris, it's a, what, it's basically a free for all. Yeah, so, it's free for all. <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, when we talk about like a Jackie Chan movie and the things that Jackie Chan pulls from is a lot of the like silent picture stuff where yeah. he uses like um, his body language and comedy from silent films and he brings that into his like fight choreography and that's what makes it so good is that you're like building off of these movies or these characters that came before so it's it's also hard though because i mean i've tried to go back and watch like uh the marx brothers i've tried to watch like duck soup and stuff like that and it just didn't it just didn't resonate with me so i i get it but i think that you i think that you have to have things in your life like Abbott and Costello, like Trapped in Paradise, these things that are like very niche for you based on your age, 
oftentimes. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, there wasn't a lot of, uh, like, 11 and 12-year-old kids running around doing Abin Costello routines in, like, the <laughs> mid-90s, like no. James and I were doing. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, for us, that was this thing that really resonated with yeah. us. Um, and it's not necessarily going to translate to everybody. But, like, I've been lucky enough for this movie to have a wife who has completely bought into... Nice. ...this film. Um, yeah. Our sisters, who are younger than us, and yeah. brother, brother all love this movie um our parents don't our parents couldn't give less of a fuck about this movie and the other nice thing about doing the podcast is uh interacting with people like yourself who are huge fans yeah of these weird movies that yeah. most people have never even heard of yeah that have five percent right? on rotten tomatoes <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> That no one's going to check out, because if anyone actually hears about it now, they'll just Google it and see all the ratings and be like, well, I'm not going to watch that piece of shit. I think this deserves like a re-release personally, but <laughs> yeah, totally. You you mentioned that uh, it, it's like amazing that they go back to the actual like bank manager's house. Um, I yeah. think that that scene is incredible. I think that like the amount of things that that bank manager and his family does for them is just like it could have been just one of those things. And we would have been like, Oh man, they got, how could they actually take money from this guy? But he like takes presents from underneath his tree and gives yeah. it to them, which is clothes for them. Yeah, he exactly. Gives them money out of his own pocket. They've already robbed him of everything. He gives them money out of his own pocket and they give them coats at like the end. He's like, don't forget the coats. Like, they just yeah. give them so much stuff. It just makes exactly. me feel. I, uh, it makes me, yeah, it gives you all the feels where they're yeah. like, Oh, you need this. Like yeah. when they get rescued from the from the river. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they they warm the they're warmed and they're given clothing and like yeah. every it's like, no, this is like as a lapsed Christian, like all that kind of stuff that you learn, it's like this is a movie that kind of does all of the stuff that you feel you're supposed to do as a good human being non-denominationally they do bring up the church later on you know whatever but it's just like oh yeah like growing up i think i connected with this film because it was like this is what you're actually supposed to do yeah. like you're actually supposed to literally um clothe your neighbor you're literally supposed to give them food you're you're you're, you're supposed to do all these things and i think that those things are so lovely uh, that yeah. it actually gets you with the heartwarming stuff. The 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 lady with the at the bus station. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. Oh. Like she's taking money out of her own wallet. Yeah, and like this guy's yeah. got this guy's got a bag full of money that he yeah. can't access, and this woman is like. Oh, I got you. Don't worry about yeah. it. You're lucky you're in paradise. Yeah. yeah. That's what makes it that's what makes it even more amazing is that he has that bag sitting beside him of two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars and he needs Which? like a couple extra bucks just yeah. to pay for his ticket, but he can't pull out the money because the cops are there. So he just he just act like he's basically like, I don't have enough money on me, I can't do it, and she pays for him. It just makes me it actually makes like me my heart warm for this movie. I'm like, this is actually a really nice movie. It's so weird, it's so strange but it is there like the the christmas message or whatever is there yeah Yeah, and the thing is like i i know a lot of people like dustin would say sacrilege on this but like bad santa is like a really popular movie that people love i hate that fucking movie personally that's my thing but this movie is incredibly it's hard is in the right place 
it is in yeah. no way mean spirited at yeah. any point in the movie. It is not mean spirited. And that's what I kind of want from my, from my Christmas movie. I want this, it's, this nice film where people just do nice things for each other. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how this isn't a Christmas classic. Like it fits everything. Yeah, it is a like, it is a Christmas really classic. Does. Yeah, you say it's it's not mean spirited. Like uh, John Lovett's character Dave is a complete piece of shit, and he might yeah. be the oh, most yeah. likable character in the movie. Like that's how heartwarming <laughs> the movie is. Like he's a piece of shit, and I love him. Yeah, and he is by far the worst character in the movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like he he has he has no redeeming qualities until the end of the film. Uh, until he finally like goes along with it, but he's f- at the, the all along. Like, Alvin wants to do the right thing, yeah. But he's like caught up in 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 his brother's like kind of like the like, jet stream. Like, well, and he's a kleptomaniac, yeah. so and he's a kleptomaniac, and he loves um, giblet gravy. So yeah, he, lo- <laughs> he loves gil- He also loves scrapple. Yeah, and scallions. Scallions. Yeah, he loves scallions. Yeah. There's so much scallions, scallions and everything. It's one of his favorite well, he's so, things. He's so like. Well, I think so. The scallions thing, right? Scallions is like onions, right? I, I have know. no yeah. idea. Scallions is. I'm pretty sure it's onions. So I think that for him, this is my opinion, is that scrapple is absolute garbage food that no one should ever eat. Okay. Have you ever had scrapple? No, I have no idea what it is. It tastes like total fucking shit. Great. It's like pig entrails or something. Okay. It's okay. gross. I think that like the fact that it has scallions, he's like, no, you don't understand. This is fancy because it ha- it's garnished. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's got scallions. Yeah. It's like, like for him, he's like, this is the fanciest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah. Right? I love when I love that he gets obsessed with things like the food. And like the the snow chains, he says, I didn't have snow chains. He says that like yeah. <laughs> 15 times in the movie. It's so funny. He gets so obsessed that he ran them off the road because he didn't have snow chains. Yeah, yeah. Like not just snow tires. No, who yeah, puts snow, snow chains, chains snow on their chains. tires? <laughs> when, he, when he calls the invisible people who are like mad at him because he's driving like an asshole. Yeah. Like sons of bitches. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. Yes. I, I love when he's he's revving the car outside the bank. And he's like, uh, I don't know, officer. I'm just sitting here to see uh, how long it takes for the meter to run out. <laughs> he's, practice, he's practicing his lines if the cops show up. And his best that he has so far is he's waiting to see what happens when the meter runs out. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, so good but like yeah. this movie's so wholesome even like when he they get rescued and yeah. the, the nephew is like hey we're gonna be at my uncle soon well we better get warmed up and ready and they start singing christmas carols. and they all start singing it like they just they like, just play along of course that's so, in which, a, which is yeah. so crazy so i'll say i'll share a little um christmas memory i have i think it's the last christmas we spent with our uh our grandfather um in ontario uh we we went back for one christmas and we literally sang christmas carols do you remember this james i don't remember so we literally like out of the newspaper uh there was an insert in the newspaper that had christmas carols so it had the sheet music and then it also had the lyrics for christmas music and we sang christmas carols 
like as a huge, huge family. We come from a yeah. very, very big extended family. It's something that I'm going to remember. And totally. it feels like that wholesome thing. Like I would never do that. Like well, nowadays, like I could never imagine that. if my if my dad tried to pull that, I'd yeah. be like, "Cut the shit, dad." We yeah. we never did that. But like it, it's always something you see in movies, and I always thought yeah. it was like an American thing. To be honest, right? With you. Yeah, because nobody I knew would ever sing Christmas carols. Yeah, like. Nobody's like, hey, we gathered around the piano and we sang. And we sang, yeah. I always thought it was the same. I always thought it was a movie thing. Yeah. 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 But I think that is an actual, I think it is an American thing. I also think it's a very, like, Christian thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I remember that. I remember, like, we we sang Christmas carols with, we all had our own little booklet out of the newspaper. I don't want to know. I don't ask questions about that memory. I just have that memory and it's going to stay exactly that memory for the rest of my life. I'm going to yeah. get to the bottom because of I don't want I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tarnish your memory. That's fine. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but that's my memory. And, um, you know, it, 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 it kind of makes you just feel like, yeah, like there's this one day a year where we can be better. Yeah. People. Well, I mean, honestly, so like, it's just like, yeah, everything feels good around yeah. Christmas time. You know, it just like it just you feel like you can do better. You remember all the shit you did and you're like, I don't have to be that person anymore. I can do better. Yeah, I can just not make the joke yeah. about how you don't like Japanese people. Yeah, exactly. Like I, yeah. <laughs> like I can just be a nice person for one day and I can let my guard down. And yeah. I feel like this movie despite its Five percent on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes deserves better because it truly does show you in a non-magical way that people are good. Yeah. And I think non-magical is really important um, because a lot of these movies rely on it being like a, you know, a Groundhog Day um, or a, uh, you know, a, you know, Ghost of Christmas Past situation. This is just genuinely nice people doing genuinely nice things. I I also yeah. think that this is just the natural evolution of a kid growing up liking Ninja Turtles. This is like the next step. Ninja <laughs> Turtle. Okay, I want to hear this. Yeah, yeah we got to hear this part. Yeah, square this circle. <laughs> well, because Ninja Turtles, especially Secret of the Ooze, like it gets pretty wacky and the one-liners and something. Possibly the greatest one-liner of all time. Yeah, yeah. there's something Agreed. so ri- so ridiculous uh, about it, but also so sugary sweet. It's like so awesome and. I just feel like this is like more of an adult version of that. Where they just learn a little bit about themselves. Where it's just like a little bit more adult content. Not really, but like, yeah, they learn a bit more, but they still have the wacky goofiness with the one-liners and the shenanigans. Like it just. I'm glad Dustin's not here for this. Dustin will be dragging us down right now. He I hates, will not do that. I I like this. Ninja Turtles. Oh come on, James. Sorry, not James. Dustin hates Ninja Turtles. Uh, I love Secret of the Ooze. Amazing. I love the so good. I think the first Ninja Turtle movies is like mwah, Chef's yeah. Kiss. Yeah. The first Ninja Turtle movie is um, like more serious. 
Yeah. It's completely different than Secret of the Ooze. For sure. Um, but almost makes Secret of the Ooze that much better because it's just like, well, we can't do the same thing we did in the first one, so yeah. let's just do this other kind of version of it. Secret it's of the Ooze is so fun. It's yeah. also, it, it's, I mean, it's got a little too rough. Uh, the, just the, the best line in the any movie greatest, ever. Yeah. The greatest. Yeah. Do you listen to uh, uh, Comedy Bang Bang? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Okay. Did you listen to Comedy Bang with Sean Diston, where he brings in Sprague the Whisperer? No, no. Okay. So if you trust me, trust me. Yeah. If you look back and you go back to the first Comedy Bang Bang, I believe it is with Sean Diston, Sprague the Whisperer. He talks about, he goes into, I said this to you, James, yeah, yeah. you listen to it. Would yeah. you not say it is everything we feel about Ninja Turtles, but by somebody who is so much funnier yeah, and distills it down to why it's amazing? Oh, like, because he's a comedian, right? He's Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so he's a comedian and he breaks down why that joke is so perfect. And the yeah. not, not just the joke, but the delivery the setup, the delivery is it, like so, so perfect. Yeah. Perfect. How okay, that's how great. Possibly like, the funniest yeah. joke ever written. Because that's the thing. I think it is the funniest joke ever written. I, I find it so, so funny. And again, that's one that I like show to people and I'm like, oh my goodness, they're yeah. going to lose their shit at this part. Dean, and then they you just need like to kind move of chuckle. To, you need yeah. to yeah. move to British Columbia. Yes, I, I am realizing that during this podcast <laughs> that we connect on a lot of similar movies for a lot of similar reasons. Yes. Yeah, uh, it yeah, it's it's so good. This movie's so good. We could talk about this forever. I think that we should, unfortunately, wrap this up. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like Dean. Do you have anything more that we didn't talk about, or something? Um, not sort of uh, overall. I think we covered a lot of like. Obviously, there's a million one-liners in this thing that I think so are hilarious. favorite one-liner. I know oh. it's going to be really hard to pick one. It's so hard to pick one, but I think it is. I think it just is um, Alvin on the ground being spitting up water, asking who saved him. The guy saying Fred and him answering Flintstone. I think that's just my favorite. (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. It's got to be my favorite. Yeah. James, James, what's your favorite? Oh, man. Favorite. It, to me, it's got to be either like he's got scallions or uh, you do what you do and I do what I do. Uh, no, you can't pick two. I know. I, I, I know. So I've so pick one. And I'll tell you. OK. The one line that always stands out to me that I use in my everyday but, life. But like another line. No, which not I, another one. You which I just randomly <laughs> say, which is like uh the keys. 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 <laughs> I, I do say that in my everyday life. Uh, That's so uh, good. Oh my God, guns. Yeah. Oh my God, gun. Which I don't think anyone can appreciate until they watch him deliver that line with such apathy while sucking on a uh, on a Tootsie Pop. Like, he, <laughs> if I remember correctly, he, he's got something in his mouth. On which which he does, scene? yeah. He's like, he's like, oh my god, god, because yeah. it's he's delivering the like when they open up the trunk. Oh, because he delivers the line as somebody who is not being watched, yeah, and is just being heard, yeah. And he delivers it with like the face of somebody who knows they're not being watched, <laughs> but knows that what they're saying means something. Oh right? God, yeah, he's god. just saying so he's, words. 
so he oh delivers my god that, guns so he delivers <laughs> that line in a way where it's like oh this person's supposed to be surprised but if you actually if yeah. his brother were to turn around and see his face yes he'd be like you knew there were guns in here well it's like yeah we borrowed the car from fast eddie well who's fast eddie yeah. yeah, he sells He's guns. A, uh, he there sells might guns. be guns in there. There might not. <laughs> We're not sure. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, when the Nicholas Cage acting when the money comes in uh, to the bank. Oh yeah, and he he light he just lit a cigarette yes. in the bank, and he does this weird cough thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Dean, were you ever a smoker? No, I, I I took a drag one time, oh. burned my lungs. Oh, okay. so I was an ev- I was an ex smoke. I love cigarettes. Yeah, cigarettes are the greatest thing that were ever invented. Every and time I, I sm- see someone smoking movies, I'm like, I want to do that. <laughs> I quit smoking about ten years ago, but I was like pack plus two packs a day smoker. Okay, yeah, and I love cigarettes. I have never done anything like Nicolas Cage did. <laughs> Yeah. In that scene, well, you've Where never like seen two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars being brought yeah. brought in front of your I face. Guess, I guess not. <laughs> That's a, if I saw two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, I think I'd be a little more chill about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But when, no chill on when that he, guy. When he does that, it is like so over the top and funny. But my favorite scene is when my favorite line is the delivery of Elvin saying, "Oh my God, guns!" Oh yeah. yeah. When you see his face. And you yeah. see how much he absolutely is not surprised versus his voice. Yeah, I would I would say like favorite line would be he's got scallions. Another scene I want to mention, which we didn't talk about, is when they're buying all the stuff in that store. Yeah. And then the uh, the store owners oh. like uh, Are you guys here for the Winterfest? And like, nope, just passing through, just passing, just passing through. through. Just pass it through. Pass it through. <laughs> when he's wearing those stupid fucking Why sunglasses. Why did he pick those stupid fucking sunglasses? There's only one because... person in the world that has those, and it's you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because they're amazing. Oh, man, this movie is so good. It's so uh, good. It's so so, good. so I, to, to kind of like kind of close in on everything, I want to yeah. say nothing makes me love this movie more than talking about how much I love this movie. Yeah. And enjoying it with people who love it. Yeah. Because it truly is, I think, a special film for people who like it. Yeah. People who have, se- people have seen it. And uh, it's it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. It's like it's, there's not a lot of people out there, uh, obviously, by the 5% of Rotten Tomatoes, there's not a lot of people out there that this movie connects with. So that's why it's so nice to talk to people that also felt the connection to the movie because you yeah. just show it to someone else and they're like, what is this? This is stupid. And then you'd feel bad. <laughs> so I like to be able to connect with someone who feels the exact same about these dumb, amazing jokes. There was one thing I wanted to bring up with you, and I don't know why I thought of this. I think I think of this every single time I watch this movie, um, a movie that m- I'll, most people haven't seen. Um, as a Canadian, have you seen... Did I bring this up already? I, I don't know. Have you seen the movie The Wrong Guy? Oh, we, you haven't brought it up on this No. No, have no. you seen The Wrong Guy? I haven't seen The Wrong Guy. Okay. Can I ask you, will you go seek and find out, find The Wrong Guy and watch it? Sure. I watch a ton of movies. I can definitely fit in The Wrong Guy into that. It, Writing it down right now. I mean, I can remember it, but... It's, it's very funny, very... Um, 
I don't know if I'd say like similar humor, but it's like it's not similar humor. It's like in the awkward sense. humor. It's super awkward. It starts Dave Foley and Jennifer Tilly. Okay, um, is this crazy Canadian movie that I fell in love with in high school? Because remember back in the day when you could rent videos and you would just like go through all the, you know what I mean? So like news radio was a huge show and I love news radio. I love Dave Foley. I love kids in the hall. I mean, it's just this film. I feel like we're going to do it eventually on the show. You think so? Yeah. It's not an action movie. No, no. But like when, you know, one of these fun things, one of these, we should just have James and John corner. Well, we just get to watch like movies that we love. Yeah, exactly. Like Trapped in Paradise. Yes, excellent. <laughs> we See, Justin's have... gonna listen to this and be like, "Guys, I like Trapped in Paradise." Yeah, we like, do yeah, have a yeah. spinoff podcast that we wanted to. We've been talking about for two years. Called we have Action Action. So we we're talking about doing a podcast called Love Love, where we just talk about romantic comedies. I think that's awesome. I think that's yeah. um, an amazing idea. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to happen. We don't have time. We don't have time because we yeah. also want to do our Do South podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> All the podcasts just keep piling you know up. What we, you know what we need to do is we just need to start a podcast network. Well, we're already a You're on of- one. You're on the BFOP <laughs> network with yeah. me. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not thinking about starting our own podcast network. <laughs> we would never do that. I'll guest on Love Love, though. I will guest on that. If you... Okay, so... We'll, what what would you pick if you were on Love Love? Oh, I mean, it could be anything. I I, oh, play, I know it could be anything. That's why I'm asking you why. I, what, I know. I, I don't have anything uh, on the hip right now. Okay, so Love Love. What would I pick? Romantic is it's romantic film. It has to um, be a, what would uh, be considered Hitch. a Hitch? Interesting. Oh, Hitch. I'll take Hitch. Huh? Oh. Never seen it. I, I've seen it. Problematic. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> But lovable. <laughs> is it? I don't know. I've oh, never yeah. Seen, it's yeah. lovable. Yeah. I think yeah. it's not as problematic as the premise makes it seem. Oh, probably. It's not, it's not as problematic as... Uh, what's that Jack Black one? Uh, oh, Shallow, Shallow Hal. Yeah, Shallow Hal's. That's a rough watch. Ew. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Should we wrap it up? I guess. <laughs> I mean, we could be here for hours. Really. I think yeah. we could talk about this. We could probably talk about this movie for twice as long as... This movie is well. We're kind of going off talking about other stuff naturally. That so. is actually really fun. Yeah, that's you already fun. covered the movie though, so that's why we're allowed to do these tangent things because you already have an episode covering breaking down the movie. So yeah, and this yeah, one needs totally. tangents. Totally. Uh, well, you know, Dean, um, can you please tell us uh, how we can find you, how our audience can find you, and 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 yeah, get more content from you. You bet. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at TalkBackPod. Um, we just post some fun art there, fun stuff about the movies that we're covering. Um, like I said before, it's Talking Back Podcast. Um, we Episodes come out on Monday. Find us on any podcatcher. Uh, we are also starting up Patreon. It's, it's not up yet, so I don't know what it is. Uh, it actually might be up by now. So maybe go on Patreon and okay. search talk, talk, Talking Back um, Pod on patreon and it might be there now uh but it's we're currently in the in the mix of setting it up and uh yeah so that's uh we talk about movies comics video games and more the end more is there so we can talk about whatever the hell we want yeah do you have a do you have a you said it was it was comic books video games and movies 
Yes, and, and more. more. G- give me give me one comic book, one video game, and one movie to check out. Oh my god. Um Put, just, putting you on the spot. <laughs> no kidding. Um like episodes that we've done or just No, those no, things? I want oh. I want a video game I should play, a comic book I should buy. <laughs> Come on. It can okay. be anything. I would say video game to play, original Castlevania. Um, I I recently got introduced to that game. I never played it as a kid, and I think that game is fucking awesome. I love that game. I think it's amazing. Can I tell you a story about the original Castlevania video game? You can, because I need to think of my other answers. So (laughs) I, uh, there was a thrift store in town, okay? And uh, they had a door that said, do not enter. And it was open, and I saw a bunch of NES games sitting there. So I grabbed them all. Uh, Original Castlevania was one of the games. And I'm like, I'd like to buy all these. And uh, she's like, well, there's no price on these. And I'm like, well, the fuck do I know? Just ring them through. So I, I think I paid like five bucks for each game. Um, and I don't give a shit about Castlevania. But a game I do care about is Maniac Mansion. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I traded that game, which is very expensive, for Maniac Mansion at the flea market nice. in town. Nice. And you know what? I'm happy with that choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Castlevania is pretty damn good. Yeah. Well, the the DS game was actually really fun, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you played that? No. No, I have. I, I don't play a lot of video games. That's kind of the thing on the podcast. Tim plays a lot of video games. Why is your podcast about video games? Because Tim plays a lot of video games. You should have let me finish, John. I was in the middle of saying it. Tim plays a lot of video games, and I don't. So well, he suggests know, video games. Like a, Tim sounds like a dork. Tim is the best. Um, is yeah. he? He's not on the podcast with me right now. No, Tim's the best. Tim's the best. Dean, you're the best. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thank you, John. Yeah, so that's that's what I would say for video game. Um, comic book, check out Lock and Key if you haven't. There's a Netflix show. It's a little bit of a, a teen show that I, I do love. I do love teen shows, so uh, I do like the show, but the comic book has more of a dark vibe. And I think uh, I think it's a really good comic book to check I out. I have read the comic book. And oh, I awesome. Absolutely love it. Uh, Joe Hill yes. is incredibly talented. Yep. He's amazing. Super, super talented guy. Yeah. Um, and then movie. Shit. Do you want something new or just any movie that's ever My, existed in the world? Dude. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's say um, 1984. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters? Tra- Trapped in paradise. Um, let's that just say ninety-four. Oh yeah, that was ninety-four. Uh, yeah. Let's just say, um, say I'm trying to get into action movies. Oh, good one. Where, like, what would you say to someone that you know? I've seen um, Terminator and Rambo. <laughs> um, you okay, know, I got I, you. I got you. I, I fucking got you on this one. Okay. okay. So if you want to get into action movies, this is an action movie that I don't think a lot of people have seen, and I think it rules. Um, it's called Death Sentence. It was directed by James Wan. It's starring Kevin Bacon, and oh, it okay. rules. Check I out Death Sentence. Death Sentence. Okay. Yeah, we're going to watch that. I'm going to yeah, watch that. Might be our, really that good. might be our next pick. for. We should, you know what we should have asked? You know what? That's our next pick for our podcast. Honestly, I would love it. I would love if you do Death Sentence. You would like it. It's got a lot of action in it, so okay, it's definitely sweet. an action movie. Yeah. Don't, hey, Dean, don't speak for me, okay? Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I got carried. Sorry, away. I got. I got. I'm getting sassy. Yeah, it's getting we late. we better end this. Uh, you know what? We'll we'll do. We're gonna do Death Sentence on the podcast, though. That would rule, man. 
That should be our new thing. If we have a guest on, they get to pick our next movie. Sure. Why not? We're, we're going to do Death Sentence. We're going to do Death Sentence. Why not? Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's been so awesome to have you on. We we really appreciate it. Um, to all of our listeners, uh, thank you guys for listening. Please check us out. Uh, Patreon, Action Action Podcast. Uh, we're on the BFOP network. Please, uh, please check out Dean's uh, uh, a podcast, Talking Back. Uh, and we'll see you next week.